was just asking the, cr- the audience, whoever looking, how they feel about that shit. Right, ask them, ask them, ask them. Who they thought they, they had? nobody watching them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I should have put this on hey, five. Hey, Damn. You don't got to say that, you know. We don't really got, we got millions know, of people. We don't really got people asking the cast, but we don't tell you. Know, Damn, you don't want to put all the secrets. Oh, exactly. All this shit getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none of this shit making a final cut. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody watching. Who the fuck is? Don't delete. Send it to me before you delete it. Not no. we won't post it unless you, you post, post it. Don't it. save it. Save it and send it to me. You know. These millennials with their opinions and their podcasts. Every one of them has podcasts nowadays. Hey, no one cares about your opinion, buddy. All right, I'm here to tell you. I don't care what you think about love or sex, politics or religion, or how your socioeconomic blah, blah, blah. Save it for someone who cares. They should not better than ours. Hmm. Respectfully. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, there I'm we so is. glad that's still the intro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is another millennial podcast. Um, I am another millennial podcast host. I go by the name of Nick Teasy, aka Young Tizzer. Shout out to my boy Wizard, aka Lapod James, aka Big Homie Young Segway Son. We got special guests in the building, Sexy Lexi. What up, everybody? Peace to the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer sexy Lexi, I think. I feel like I'm still the Fox, Foxy Lexi, but they never gonna let me live down sexy Lexi, so. <laughs> Fine. Alright, well, this is uh, Los uh, LG, Sexy Carlos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, not, not much to say about me. Keep, under, keep it going. What's good? What's good? We is at my crib tonight. It's your homie. Ace Boogie, Ace be the God, AC Montana, all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) AC Studios. AC Studios, Hotel Ace, holla at me. Super special effects. Ace Studios. Wait till we get the drop, boy. Uh, And it's your boy Grizzo, aka No Face, No Case, aka The Ghost. Hey. Hey. So, how's everybody doing today, man? Good. I miss you, Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one week. Indeed, man. Indeed, man. <coughs> Another week in paradise, dog. Another week in paradise. Uh, y'all boys got anything on your mind? You ladies, ladies and gents, got anything on your mind? Anything that got y'all amped up this week? Yo, <laughs> the shit that got me amped up, bruh, is all this shit with the baby. So, do you mind giving us a small recap of what happened? Because it's, it's like a lot, and I really couldn't keep up. Okay. So, first off. You seem so excited to recap it, too. <laughs> Let me tell you what this nigga did. Let me pull out my, my, my points. My poem. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But um, first off, <clears throat> this nigga had a show. Him and Megan song together. So, she, um, they did their song together. But she... She apparently did it while he wasn't on stage. Like, they wasn't, like, she walked off. They was on some Martin Gina shit. They couldn't work together, but they got to work together. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, at the end of the song that he did with her, this nigga brought out motherfucking Tory Lanez. Okay. Not just regular Tory Lanez. 
He brought this nigga out in a costume. In a and mask, was, right? It was a whole big ass costume with a big ass head. Okay. I didn't see none of that. And yeah, he was like, he was like, who can tell me who up in this costume right here? I think he offered some money, but I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a cancer. I go by my feelings. I feel like I give a thousand dollars to anybody who could tell me who in this costume right now. Then they took off the head and his motherfucking Tory lines and they do their song. He, he ain't getting no money out though. It, <laughs> I mean, he had a concert. Who who he really hearing though? No, you I'm thinking, did he throw money out there? You know? I doubt it. Yeah. It's a new song, right? Because Tory Lanez. I don't know what what if it was a new song or not, but I, I assume okay. that it was. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um. Okay. And then he goes on a rant, right? Yes. I'm not trying to and jump then, ahead, but that's what's crazy. Nobody's even talking about this part no more because he done did like career suicide and goes on his rant talking about if you ain't out here sucking dick in the parking lot, um, put your cell phone lights up. <laughs> if you if ladies, if y'all women, if y'all pussy smell like water, put your cell phone lighters up. And if you ain't got HIV or none of them STDs that kill you in two three weeks. Put your cell phone lights up. What the fuck happened to if you got a $20 bill, put your hands up? What the, <laughs> what the fuck happened that to shit. if you happy to be here, put your hands up? <laughs> Make some noise. You know, <laughs> shit like that. And so. Why did he say the um the dick sucking thing, though? Anybody got theories on that? I don't know. And That's I think the thing be, that, that, that throws me. He said, if you, ain't out, if you ain't in the parking lot I, sucking your homie's dick. I feel, it was like, so I feel like yeah, one of his right. homies. Yeah. He he just he must have just caught one of his homies. Yeah. You think he? Or caught one him? of his com- homies Maybe. just caught him. I, that was so specific. And, and like, what did he think? Like those like those specific amount of people are gonna put their phones up? Like yeah. <laughs> 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 like oh yeah, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, it's like he caught one person. He was trying to catch the other one in the crowd. Who gonna be the one nigga to make noise? <laughs> I don't know. The baby's a fucking idiot for even bringing some stupid shit like that up. It was real specific. And if you know somebody that was sucking dick in the parking lot. That's between you and them. I have questions. I have so many questions if you were involved with somebody sucking dick in the parking lot, man or female. (laughs) But you forgot to mention it's rolling loud. So I'm pretty sure there was some dick sucking going on in the parking lot. But was the baby involved in it? Apparently, he heard it. He saw it. So one more time now, what did he say? Because it was supposed to be like against gay people somehow, right? Because I just don't remember the exact I think words. The, the, that's the, the, that's the part about the dick sucking. Dudes, he's yeah. like, if you ain't a nigga. Out here sucking your homie dick or some shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Something that's so bizarre. I'm sorry. That's, that's such a bizarre sentence to say. <laughs> if, if you ain't a dude and you not out here sucking dick in the parking lot. But anyway, um, he's really marketing to a specific crowd. <laughs> very specific. Okay, so he said that, and then I heard the next day he like doubled, doubled down, down on, on like that. So he's he he was like, um, basically y'all sensitive and everything like that. Um, it it slowly went from this to I I know gay people, essentially. He done came out with like four different apologies, but the first one was like. Um, oh, the the second one was like um, all these companies that's benefiting off of black culture and shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to put that money to like a million man march or, or something like that. He tried to go for the culture after the second time apologizing. 
And then, um, hey, just real quick before you get too deep, just tell me why is why what he said is offensive. Just real quick. Well, one because you're stigmatizing, negatively stigmatizing people who have HIV and AIDS. As parking lot dick suckers. No, no as, as a two-week, three-week three sentence when... He said that? Yeah, yeah, he said if you don't got HIV or one of them STDs that kill you in two or three weeks. Oh, he did say that. And okay. this is 2021. We're not living in 1981 damn, damn, where HIV was really a plague and didn't nobody know shit about right. it. He just we, really sound like an ignorant old man. Yeah, just ignorant. And not, not only that, like, you, like, we've come so far to know that it's not gay men who transmit j the disease. You know okay. what I'm saying? Anybody can transmit the shit. I understand. And I'm tired to even ask that question and get you off track because he really did say some obviously flawed shit. Yeah. My bad. I just kind of glossed over it. I'd be laughing too much at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And so, um, so that was one of his apologies. And then eventually, uh, after he got dropped, he done got dropped from like six festivals between then and now. Right, and that's I feel like that's the most um, current thing going on. With yeah, him. like he's going through the drops, and then I heard he was he's responding to people about being dropped off certain festivals as well. He was and just again, so just cocky with it, like <clears throat> y'all need me, like they money already done paid, they already done paid their money or some shit like that. Like hmm. he he was so cocky with it, and that tone slowly. He doesn't have around. a good publicist because he's spiraling at this point. Yeah, who's gonna allow you to be able to? For one, say some stupid shit like that at a festival with thousands and thousands of people, and then now you doubling down on it, and then you want to bring in the black culture. Right now, you want <laughs> want us to come to your defense. No, fuck that. No, mm -mm. you wildin', bro. But my whole thing is the shit with Tory Lanez. That shit was yeah, disrespectful. Whole... Like you just did a song with somebody, and the dude who shot her comes on the stage literally right after her. And you gassing this nigga up. Yeah. That's foul as fuck to me, bro. But you gonna sit up here and tweet, I ain't one of these industry niggas. You already know that, man. Well, what did he mean by, I ain't one of these industry niggas? You're in the industry. You an industry nigga at this point. Pretty much. <laughs> you cannot escape that shit. But I think he meant, like, I don't toe the line. I say what I want to say. Which is why after all that, he but, doubled down and was like, yeah, I'm an icon. It's not going to stop me. I'm a real but, but, nigga. Look into my beliefs before you support me. Blah, blah, and we, blah. And we get that. But this is part of the reason why freedom of speech ain't fucking free. Especially when you're a celebrity. You now are in a different realm. You have responsibilities. Right. You have financial obligations like endorsements, festivals. You getting dropped left and right. Right. These are the consequences. Right, and at first it seemed like he was okay with the consequences. Because that's the right. It, it, it all comes with consequences. He's free to say what he wants, and that's what he was Absolutely. saying at first. This is how I feel. This is how I see things. So I'm going to say and stand on it. And it's just been <coughs> funny to me to see him actually backtrack now. Right. I think there's also like a, like a group of people who also, you know, I, I don't know if this is me to correct me if I'm wrong, me too movement, but it's just like they also want to be a group of people who feels offended where people I mean, I, I know it isn't promoting gay, but like, there's a group of people who get uh, offended for not promoting straight, uh, and I think um, like they fall into that category. It's just like, like it's it's just like nowadays it's 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 so okay to be 
okay versus like back in the 90s and 80s when it was just like a stigma against it and they're stuck in that mentality and they want to stay stuck in that mentality mm. it, it, and there's a whole group of people out there that exist like that I, I think uh, uh, I a lot that. of motherfuckers mm-hmm. like that right and that's why a lot of people came out and defended him he represents millions of people's views I mean mm. right or wrong that's how they feel I'm really over here trying to figure out how I can play devil's advocate because I really want to try to understand why he would go about it the way he did. And Even if you feel that way, like, you ain't got to do it that Fucking way. up during the concert, like, fine, fucking up. You were probably fucked up. But then doubling down the next day and then keeping keeping it going, then that, that, you really setting yourself up to be this person. It's like he really not trying to de-escalate it He's at all. Well, no, he has started to now because that's where he said, okay, now y'all not giving a person a chance to grow and all I really needed was education and yeah. y'all I mean, jumping on me. Is it, he makes a point though. <laughs> I, I hate, and I'm not agreeing with what he said in any capacity, but that's, that's what it is. That's the world we live in. You cannot say shit without the backlash and the rebuttal. And then people want to turn around and say, oh, well, you got to give me a chance to grow and learn from this. But that is the truth, though. So it is the truth, but I don't think it's sincere. Do, question, do y'all yeah. think that he should be canceled or no? I don't believe in canceling people. Yeah, I'm not a part of yeah, cancel culture. I'm going to be honest, though. I'm the type of nigga where, I, even when I was younger, if a person was very bad at their job, I never wanted them to get fired. I was. I, I'm sorry. Like, and this nigga deserves to get fired a lot of times. I'm, I can't advocate for that. I just can't. So while he was dead ass wrong, and he shouldn't really like, we shouldn't respect his opinion anymore more than we should cancel him. That's how I would feel. Like, let's stop listening to him. Let's. That's not canceling though. I mean, I mean it kind of is because we he's a musician. We can just, you just said stop listening to him. Stop listening to like him off the mic, bro. Like, why we gotta listen to the things that he says? Why we got to, like, respect yeah. his opinion? I think part of the cancel culture, though, is just, like, if you're giving, if you're still giving him mic time, you're, you're, you're not listening to his thoughts, but, like, you're still having him paid. I understand. And that's why the, the flaw in me not wanting to get anybody fired is they keep fucking up. But I just can't have it. See, for, my thing is this, and I struggle with this because when we be at work, um, Different people, they get the DJ or whatever like that. And I'd be so conflicted when people play R. Kelly. And I'd just be like, bro, I don't fuck with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, now granted, he's a fucking musical genius, bro. I felt that way a long-ass time ago before I even knew the depth of what he has been allegedly doing, right? Mm-hmm. But, um... It's still sickening to me nonetheless, like, and I'm thinking, like, if we know this about this person, if it's something this deep, why the fuck do we still listen to them? Like, I can remember hearing groaner as women say, oh, he could have molested me, he could have molested me. Mm-hmm. Bitch, if you was really getting molested during this time period, like, you don't know where your mindset would be right now. You don't know how traumatized you would be right now. You just saying it because you see the glitz and glamour and this fame of being R. Kelly and the genius of being R. Kelly. Yeah, I mean that's obviously foolish for her to, for for some anyone to say. You know what I mean? But 
I'm curious. Do you feel like you need to like address that with people when they when they play R. Kelly? I don't say nothing. I just let it ride. I'm sorry. Do y'all do. feel like y'all need to address things like that but, with people? But I no. will. I will chatter amongst the people around me. Like, Yo, fuck gossip. that nigga. We'll listen to R. Kelly. You know, talk talk my shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? But. And if they change it, so they change it. But if not, you know, I ain't pressed about it. I'm here to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I always just feel like I agree. You just got to let people ride, dog. Yeah. I ain't finna buy his shit, though. But I know a lot of people also feel like, no, nah, we got to tell people we ain't listening to that no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, they obligated to tell? That's what I'm saying. That's always so nah, funny. I mean, yeah. No, some people probably do. Because like everybody that. got that feeling is you just giving money to a pedophile. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so. I mean, it. Like, That's deep to some people. Everybody in the industry got problems. And it's like, right. you know, I still listen to Chris Brown and he woman beater. Because the money is the means that he was able to do it and conceal it for so long. Mm. So it's like, we're still Yeah, his still situation's crazy. We're like, still. we knew. And we right. saw a piss go into a girl's mouth that was 13 <laughs> years old. And we still bought the chocolate factory. I and still live in a world right. where I haven't seen any of that. I think that's why cancel culture is so fucking strong, though. Because it's like, we yeah. saw all of that, and everybody's yeah. like, this is all Now they're taking the so stand, exposed. like... Yeah, like, well, our like, dollar is the, the only thing generation. we have. They'll listen to that. Don't don't support them. Maybe they'll stop. They got to be good people if they're going to get our dollar mm. type shit. That's why I can't that's support why I, it, bro. Like, that's why too, I can, though. Like, at the same time, like... Nobody's going to have, like, the manual of perfection. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to be able to say, oh, this is the whole parameters. But certain things that people do, harming little kids, you know what I'm saying, other shit like that, I can easily say, okay, you know what? I don't have to be drunk, high, or anything else to know that this is not okay. Their behavior is not okay. And I don't want to support this. I think making the personal decision to not support something is very okay. The teacher in me comes out, and I have to let another nigga know why, though. Like, bro. But we need people like that. You know what I'm saying? We do. do. Now, I don't want to be overwhelmed, so I'm never going to, like, push the topic, like, to the point where somebody's uncomfortable. I'm not going to bash it in nobody's head or nothing like that. But, bro, fuck that nigga. Right. It's undeniable. Not listen to <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm also kind of curious since you singing it. Like, do y'all hear his music and think of like him making it with little kids now? Yeah, now, yeah. Especially oh, like, really? yeah. so that's right. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But I feel certain, that way certain songs. with certain yeah. songs, like <laughs> with songs with Aaliyah. Specific. Oh no, it ain't even that. Like it'd be the album cuts. It'd be the Sex Me Part One and Two. It'd be you know, <laughs> your body's calling it. You know. Yeah. The greatest sex, sex in the kitchen. Oh man, I never, like, yeah, I just never got to that point. I was curious. I mean, but those are still good songs. But it just be like, <laughs> damn, he's talking about a child, and immediately I'm turned off, and I just be like, fuck, let me go to Trey Songs or somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, R. Kelly. Now yeah. I say it's a little bit of a challenge with some other shit like Chris Brown, like, like. He's in the same situation. He's a musical fucking genius, but dog, is he you really? can't. I think Chris Brown is is fire, bro. He Opinions? Can, I like him. Yeah, artistically, he like oh, he's fire. Uh, here's the thing about Chris Brown. Uh, please, and we ain't gotta stay on this too long, but a lot of his songs sound the same. The, okay. 
A lot of like at least all new Chris features Brown. features sound the same. Yeah, very very eerily similar. And everybody but, likes them. That's all he's saying. Yeah. Like people like him. I didn't say he was like. Uh, okay. Yeah, like some people that like that. Yeah. Same. That's like that's like me and the weekend. Me and the weekend. Like I like the weekend. I don't like new weekend. Yeah. Boy's yeah, so like, talented. I would he's, give him that. He's. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he's very artistically talented. genius. I'd still wouldn't put him at the genius. <laughs> he, he's close. But any. It, so nonetheless, is is is. I would also say is also because he's more around my age. I'm like he. I give him a little bit more leniency than R. Kelly because one, you dealing with grown women, you know what I'm saying. Two, I'm I'm Team Riri. Period. You hit her, you hurt her. That was unacceptable behavior. You know what I'm saying. On the devil advocate side, men and women fight each other. You know what I'm saying. It's problematic nonetheless, but. I don't agree that he should be going around hitting women. He done got caught several times with the shit. And so I personally can't numbers? buy his music. I won't buy his music. Chris if somebody Brown? yeah. If somebody's playing it or something, it'll be the same shit, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be like, yo, fuck with Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna do him like that. Respect. You ain't that ain't nah. Are you at that point with the baby yet? No. With the baby, I just feel like I'm I'm over here just observing and laughing. Like, ha ha, look what happened to you. Because like I just feel like when you when you treat black women the way that he has treated Megan, even on some friend shit, bro, I'm not surprised that your shit ain't falling down faster, bro. What you mean, like all some karma shit? Like, yeah. Damn, gonna get him back because he was basically this is the get back right like, now. Right. This, this I was is, feeling you until you said that, like, because that kind of makes it all like whimsical and shit. Instead of like bad people don't succeed in life all the time, and people who put others down, you know what I mean? Like, don't they do? Step but on they I back mean, to at the same time, bro, like, but I feel like and look already, at what's happening to Megan. Megan ain't doing shit but blossoming, bro. Like the whole week, right? Every article I've seen about the baby, oh, the baby doubled down, oh, the baby this, the baby that, but it's been negative connotated articles. Everyone would make, oh, she's glowing up, oh, she's showing her new fashion line. What does oh, that mean? Just, it's glowing what does up. that mean, bro? Because I, I don't want to start arguing it for the baby. The media is playing the storyline and they're glorifying it. Of and course they're going to do that, it's though. It's interesting like, right now. That's what we got to talk about. Who's going to put out a negative story about, about Meg right now? That don't mean anybody shit, who got you know something negative to say, but they can't cause she growing and glowing, bro. There's something to that though, but the media definitely moves. When you good. move foul, bro, that shit is gonna come back to you. Point blank period. Take Megan out of it. Take a whole black woman thing. When you move foul, that shit is going to catch up to you. I concur. And they caught up to his ass real quick. We don't know if this is from wait what the baby with Megan? did to Megan. Mm -hmm. Or what Tory Lanez did to Megan. Both. Both. I think more Tory Lanez. I mean, clearly. I mean, Tory get his own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he get his absolutely. own. Absolutely. But how the baby acted, and they supposed to be, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Is anybody really friends and cool in this industry, though? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, 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 I'm cool it's a real question. 
I feel like I feel like them niggas had some real chemistry, and I can sense that on their music. Well, they have been on multiple songs together. That's what so, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like so work that. chemistry. Like yeah. like anytime that them two niggas get together, what, it's what gonna they be saying, fine. That's her work husband. That's what they. Were that's saying what everybody was saying. Yeah. Everybody who don't actually know them were saying this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Final words on the baby A since this was your amp. Nah, that's it, bro. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. When you do, not even fuck that nigga, but when you do foul, bro, I don't expect you not to get fouled back, bro. But you, you a nigga that don't give a fuck, so it is what it is. I got these are your final words, so I'm not gonna respond. You can have some final words, Tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like you saying that like he came down because of that specifically. That's my only problem. That's my only problem. I agree that what he did was wrong, but the only reason he's he's falling is because he like keeps saying the wrong thing after it. Like he keep doing different things to make it worse. It's not the fact that he fucked over Megan. It's just that he's handling this very very terribly, and he has like a history of handling things very very terribly. Honestly, and I'm not trying to advocate for him because honestly, if you just look at his history, it's really not positive. You know, he's just always, like, beating people up and doing shit. And like a lot of these rappers? Uh, okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, like, and for me, this whole conversation be surprising, too, when I hear people, like, really care about the character of, like, entertainers. And athletes to me are entertainers. Like, I'm a shut up and dribble type guy. Like, just entertain no, me. <laughs> if no you, I don't, listen, I don't give a fuck what LeBron got to say. I don't give a fuck what Jay-Z got to say. R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck what the baby got to say. R. Kelly. I listen to R. Kelly music. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, <laughs> with a lot of people, what you got to realize, too, and I don't even know if I'm including this, but people tend to, like, identify more with victimization that they personally can identify with. So with a lot of these cases, like, people will still listen to R. Kelly music because they don't identify with the victims that he had. Mm. Like, yeah, they'll know, like, theoretically and consciously, oh, he did this. But that's like, that ain't got nothing to do with them. But if you say, okay, R. Kelly killed 100 black men between the ages of 30 and 35. All right. 32. Ah, that hit a little different. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, but with R. Kelly, I got a, a soft spot for kids, though, too. So that's where I, of anybody I've ever heard, that's the one person where I could say, okay, I was willing to be a part of the cancel culture for that nigga. But everybody else, I'm going to fuck. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I think that's re really what it comes down to. A person is going to cancel someone if they really, like, feel strongly about some offense that they did. And yeah, if it don't like, connect to them, they probably not going to You're a rapper. I don't hold you in high moral regard anyway. I listen but, to most but you're an adult. Yeah, you're grown. Yeah, these younger kids is different. This this new internet age, social media shit is. I think he's a different. little younger than us though. So are we saying that what we gotta cancel really? these people to protect those who can't make the decision themselves? I, I'm not a part of cancel culture. Period. Oh, okay. oh, I just want to. I mean, okay. I'll stop supporting absolutely, but mm. canceling is so extreme. Like I'm going out of my way. I'm right. boycotting. Like I, if I really didn't fuck with you, like musically or Entertainment wise, then it's yeah. it's another day for me. Like, okay, I just right. Chris Brown, he got a new song. I ain't listening because I don't really like him like that anyway. When when people get canceled, I wonder if their fans actually like stop fucking with them. No, I think when people get canceled, what we say is like the mainstream media just has taken them out of that mainstream because 
they cater to a wider audience. So, you know what I mean? Like, these festivals have a diverse audience. So, when you have the LBGT community saying, hey, we don't fuck with this and we're not going to put our dollars behind it, like y'all said, that says something to corporations and entities. That don't stop, like, casual listeners. The motherfucker's still going to get his fucking streams. Mm-hmm. He's going to still get his albums. But the corporations can't use him as a face, and so he can't get paid. Because they're using these artists at the end of the day. Yeah. Man, I like what you said. That they, that they, um, uh, what is it? They, uh, I don't even know what I just said. I just hate the way, <laughs> I hate the way that uh, people weaponize the dollar now. Like, I like the fact when we started doing it, like how it was done, but now I feel like it's just overdone. When was it not weaponized? What you talking about? Because people always start adding advertisers and say, hey, if you don't uh, pull your advertiser from this, we're never going to listen to this show ever again or something. Whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? People just start adding the, the people bro. where the money at. Ooh, and I feel like... But it's like... It's, I feel like we abusing it at these days. I feel yeah. like we as a society uh, more collectively are able to do it now. Especially with the rise of like uh, social media. But... And people are irresponsible with that new right. Definitely. But I also feel like this is the same shit that niggas been doing. These mm-hmm. Karens that been like, I'll call, I'll talk to your manager. I'll shut this shit down. They been doing this shit, bro, and they got the money and power to do that shit. We as a community are just now realizing the power of our dollar. So it's it's just like this: getting a new gun. Like, I want to fire that bitch off a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? But. That don't mean that I want to kill something just because I have a device that kills it. You know what I mean? But I want to be able to utilize this weapon. Come through with the analogy. That was the best way to put it. Okay. I'm sorry. This, I didn't get the analogy. I feel like it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was really about to ask, like, well, can, you, can you break that down for I me? Like, you're saying, like, we're weaponizing cancel culture. Right, 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 right. right. So I'm taking the actual weapon. Right, this weapon is meant to destroy, meant to kill, meant to cancel somebody. Right, but that doesn't mean that I don't need to know how to utilize this, I don't need to know how to fire this off, I don't need to know how to weaponize it. We don't know. Are you saying this is all practice? Basically, the niggas who we canceling now, bro, like, are they really canceled? Like, really, like, it's practice for us, like, you know what I'm saying? But when we need to, for real, like. You are potting today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to argue with you because you're like, bruh. That's not a good analogy because it's not something to play with. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you're trying to say. A gun is also dangerous, but you got firing ranges where it's. it's but you were talking about weaponizing the dollar, and people have always weaponized the dollar. That's what I'm saying. Right. And I feel, and how people always weaponize the dollar. So the, the common person, is, how they always weaponize And that's it. what the difference is. The common person now has. Such a convenient tool, which is social media, and me just adding you, which is the easiest way, versus what motherfuckers used to do, which was write fucking letters and mail them right. in and sit on the phone line for 15, 20 minutes and wait till they could get through to somebody who can hear their complaint. And that's how most people would do it. We the agree. average person was not doing that shit. We agree. Now the average person has a social media account and can just hit a quick at to say, hey, I ain't fucking with y'all. And, but do y'all disagree that people are being irresponsible with that newfound right? Absolutely. No, I don't I, think they'd be 100% no. agree. No, no it yeah. doesn't matter what, what form we but, use, people are irresponsible. If, right. you, if you give them a way to do something, 
people are gonna be irresponsible. It's like it doesn't like you. You say it's a generation of like the new age kids. You know, you give them an inch, they take a mile. Everyone do that. Everyone, everyone takes more than they. If you can, if they can, they will. Mm. And and um, if you give them a, a a way to complain, they gonna make sure they're heard. Because people back then, they used to sit down and wait the 20, <laughs> the 20, 15 minutes like, right, right. just to make sure that they were heard. Where are they being now it's irresponsible? Easier. Now it's I'm sorry? Where are they being irresponsible? Like, I could see maybe excessive in your opinion, right. but where are they being irresponsible? So I was, I was really trying to think of an example because the baby obviously isn't the example I want to yeah. stand on. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but there's just been other times where I feel like... Uh, the Kevin Hart thing again. Let's stick with that one because that was also against gay people. It was like you you dug through this man tweets year decade old tweets ago. and decided oh he said some shit about gay people he's about to host the Oscars now we about to get him. What the fuck, bro? Like come on. Actually, I'm sorry I don't have more specific examples, but I've noticed online it's just a regular thing when a person ascends. People start digging into their old tweets. I'm sorry, not a great example, but Brother Nature was one. Mm. Like, before he got beat up, niggas was already on his ass because they found some shit that he tweeted seven years ago. It's like, brother. Like, bro, come on. Like, I do why feel do like we, it stop, don't it stop, give you no, no room to grow as a person. And, like, it should kind of be a statue of the shit. But some, some things is like, if that's your mentality, like, is really hard to change that mentality like you know what i mean like if you feel like you are supreme and this is uh uh i don't know a thought a belief that you don't held generationally you know what i'm saying you probably still gonna feel like that 10 years later but that was a perfect example with kevin hart and i feel like why too like it don't it don't it don't even matter bro for what yeah and it's just like People on the internet shouldn't have much of a voice because there's a lot of people on the internet who just want to be heard because they don't have a voice in real life. And that's... It's just, and again, it's just irresponsible, dog. That's kind of what it was created for, though. Like, not not that the internet was created for, but social media, like, to connect people, to help people find their communities, their tribe. And, mm-hmm. all, and all I'm I saying that's, is that's people that's are irresponsible, right? And people are irresponsible with it. Now, again, my amped up was going to be Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking about what Green said the whole week about she putting all that pressure on herself. But, again, we got to also acknowledge it's an interconnected world. Mm-hmm. It's millions, probably hundreds of millions of people that, like, write into her physically, talk about her. She got to read articles about her. At her, you know what I mean. Her Walk name up to her. Trending topics and shit. Yeah, so I mean, like, I feel you, Grizo, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's very easy for a person, especially a young person, to fall into that trap. I feel bad for her, dog. And honestly, um, that wasn't even gonna be my angle. Yeah. I really thought it was interesting of us to be so interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we care so much? So, like I said, I was interested, and my main point was that. When she said what she said, she said, we're not having fun, and we have so much pressure on our shoulders. That was my main point was that. And we didn't quit. They didn't quit. She stopped. She quit, which is fine. And the other we who were not having fun and the other we who had pressure on them as well, her teammates, still had to perform their duties and then perform in her place in roles that they were not training for or prepared for. 
And the thing is, as you keep so saying, I would just, I would say the media do? didn't address that part. Of it. So that my whole point was the media did not put any context as far as the whole situation. Because my thing is, when you got 14 or 15 year olds and 18, 20 younger people looking at that, and you don't provide them context, it's just like, oh, well, just quitting to quit is okay. And I'm not saying she's wrong for quitting, but it has larger implications than just you, especially in a team sport. Yes, you have to take care of you, but we also should have the conversation about the ripple effect of decisions. That was my point. And I hear you, but I think the part that got me was how did we get here? Because I, I thought that was the most like, so that was, interesting that was part. Like, how did we get here? Now, it's easy to get there. A potential though. thing, which is, did you hear about the ADHD, ADHD thing? With her? Yeah. No, I heard she had a family member pass, though. So she had that, but she also apparently, and this was a, a, like came out like a, like a 2016 Olympics or whatever, like that she has ADHD, so she takes medication as anybody would. But apparently, like in the Tokyo Olympics, whatever medication she uses is illegal in Japan. Yeah, the fix is in. And so Tokyo, then usually, bro. I'm tired of that. It's shit, part of their culture, bro. but usually you can get an athletic exemption for some, certain medications. They never confirm whether she got an exemption for that her specific drug, which is okay. Did she get the medication at all? And then it's well, did she get the brand that she's used to, or was she forced to switch medications for something comparable? So like I said to you before, she had she was shaking. She lost track of herself in the air. She couldn't focus. She didn't feel like herself. So now it's like, oh, <laughs> you you didn't have your Adderall. I knew nothing that what? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I now just it's she like she got lost in the air because it happened. And that scared the shit out of me too. Right, but you think, she be going? and they say that, but it's like you practice so much, and that's what I say. That's acceptable, but for me as an athlete, a person like it becomes such mechanics. It's like, damn, how did you? And I can see once or twice, but then you had a couple days to settle in. And it's like you were afraid to perform at all, and then you performed and got bronze, and you were happy. But just like to me, you really overcame something. But to me, I was like, but what's what's the context? What's really there for me? This girl got ADHD and people on her. Leave her alone. Right. So Give that's what I said. She cool for what she did. I was just like the whole other part about it, which is how it affects everybody. Like, it was a lot of people her age in her shoes that had mad fucking pressure. Get them a round of applause. We don't even say their names. I but feel anyway. like <clears throat> the first thing that I heard come out from the story was that mentally – she she couldn't do it. Mm. Now I get that you train it and everything like this, but I've learned in the past three four years that I've been working these fuck ass jobs that I've been working. If these hurt, jobs don't, don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Thank you, TZ, because I mean like they they out there just to see her perform, bro. So mm. many people is making money off of her performing. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, I can literally hurt myself to the point where I'm able to do this for life. Yeah. I'm not finna fuck up my whole life just so y'all can get a show out of me today. Mm -hmm. Nah. Mental health matters, bro. No, I, right, yeah, I he agree. Don't, he don't disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't disagree with that. I said you should quit. If you can't perform, quit. Don't, don't perform. But the context of why we're not performing in the context of how that not performing affected the other people who initially were included in we statements, but only one person quit. And why? Honestly, the right. whole thing—they're—they're—they're they're, they're experiencing the exact same pressure that she is. But yeah, you know, like you said, now that she's not there, they have to perform the, the exact same thing that she quit for. Like they should be allowed to quit too. 
with no problem. It's a tough position in the team sport. That's <laughs> what yeah, I'm saying. As a yeah, person who played put, team sports, it's like the whole team on the spot, like, and there's no repercussions. Because as a person who played the team sport, it'll be like, yes, I would be understanding if my star quarterback quit. I would absolutely, because you're a human being, you have feelings too. But boy, oh boy, is that a gut wrenching feeling? And then it's a lot of anxiety when you too have to then step into that person's shoes and live up to that person's standard too. Mm-hmm. But again, that's you really telling yourself that because the crowd watching, like, damn, you ain't that star, motherfucker. <laughs> So just go out there and do your best. But you thinking like, man, I got to be that star motherfucker. But yeah. you you know you're not. But you still go out there anyway. It's a complicated situation. But this is one of my favorite kind of complicated situations where you really can't be mad at anybody. No, you can't. Everybody kind of did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It just like was an unfortunate outcome, honestly. And that's how this, it kind of led me down the thought of, it's only unfortunate because we all care so much and because yeah. we all like keeping tabs on what be going on. And like my biggest issue was kind of like the information that we had, that the story that she gave on why she was um, dropping out. I ain't really like, and that shit was like, my I think a lot is, of people felt that way. You remember a couple weeks ago, you was like, uh, should entertainers give us a reason or something to that extent? My thing is, you said we care too much about it, but why did we give a fuck, bro? She made it to the fucking Olympics. If she says she need to fall out because of whatever reason, it don't fucking matter. She know herself more than anybody else. We should have just been like, all right. And so I'm going to say, as a person never made to a professional level, grew up playing little league football, high school football, as an athlete, team sport, just quitting to be quitting is against the code. <laughs> That's just real. When you're part of that culture, it's against the code. So when I hear somebody say, I'm quitting because I'm not having fun, I'm quitting because it's too much pressure. You know how many fucking days of practice I had where I wanted to quit because it was 90 degrees outside? My fucking coach told me I couldn't take my helmet off. Yeah. How many days of practice I didn't have fun? How many I times you playing you in the rain? And the game is on Saturday, and it's going to be sunny as hell, and it's raining today. Why the fuck are we practicing in the rain? So many times where I said, man, I'm about to just quit this shit. And my mom said, you better not quit that shit. I don't pay my money. My teammates look at me, bro, don't quit, bro. We need you. I get it. But also, when you at that level of professionality and the Olympics, like, you clearly know that much about it. So you ain't just going to be quitting for no bullshit. You know that your livelihood resides on that. You know what I'm saying? And I give you that when, if she says, if she just stays silent and says, yo, I'm just, yo, I'm not in the right mind. Cool. Her actual words were, I'm not having fun. It's too much pressure. In the world of sports, (laughs) that ain't good enough. But when you have tragedy, right, right, right. That's my whole point. But I know y'all saying that, but in the world of sports, like I said, when you play sports, the code, you can't quit. So I'm just saying there's a culture behind this in sports too, where like that quitting shit, for that reason, when everybody deals with that every day in practice, as we try to become the best athletes out there, just in the world of sports, it's just not acceptable. But she's an Olympian, and the physical demands of that are way higher than a football player, basketball player, soccer, whatever the case may be. That girl be jumping out onto the fucking moon. If she's stressed and she feel like she ain't having fun, and you clearly saw her lose herself in the air, give that girl a fucking break. And I don't think I don't think enough people look at it like you, Grizo. People ain't looking at it like she let her team down. Niggas is looking at it like you let USA down. You, yeah, like you let black people down, you let black women down, you let motherfucking yeah, Wheaties down, you let Nike down, down, you let, you know what I mean? What I wanted to do though was again when the topic was pressure to understand that the pressure didn't leave the situation; it shifted to somebody else who had to then hold that. Mm-hmm. It didn't just drain out. Okay, now she quit. There's no more pressure on the stage. No, the stage is still the stage. 
people still have to perform, the pressure just shifted to somebody else. I just wanted that to be acknowledged. They don't talk about that. It was, man, she quit, great, great for her. And then they just kind of moved on from the topic. Ain't nobody <laughs> want to really examine it because everybody want to be sensitive and PC about it. She quit. That's fine. I have no issue with that. But the pressure went to somebody else, acknowledged them, and then why do people have a reaction? Because there's a culture and belief that's rooted in this. I'm not saying that I agree with that belief. I'm saying it was instilled in me. I experienced it, and there's thousands of people across this country who had that same mentality because they were instilled with that same culture. She tried to study high and take the test high, but they wouldn't let her. <laughs> get the highest yeah, I'm not. I'm not stating a position and going against her. I'm just giving clarity to why people may feel the way that they feel. I'm speaking for those people that think like me. I hear you, and I think most people don't think like you though. In this particular regard, I just think people are upset and taking it personal. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about it from your I perspective. I think the casual person is the casual person who. Yeah, I mean, as I said, coming from a person who actually plays so. sports, bro. I don't think so, man. Bruh. I think everybody look at her like a hero. And like she's a role model, and, and so they're you're disappointed because of that person. You're not supposed to pay attention that to everything. Like, I, I thought you was gonna do this for us. Just like oh. don't pay attention to like you're like oh Simone Biles quit. All right, I mean what's up with the rest of her team? They don't they don't think about the. Nobody said that. Nobody look, said that shit. Nobody said that. They don't look into it. What's up with the rest of her team? I don't know who the fuck else. Nobody said that. Simone Biles got it. I don't even know who Simone was before the Olympics. I don't believe you. Me? This this I year's Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Olympics? I didn't know her. I don't believe you. Do you follow? No, no he don't. Oh, okay. Even oh, still, I don't believe that's you. Right. Like, yeah, there's, like, that's what I'm saying. It's but like, you've heard the name, though. Up, like, up until a few weeks ago, no. Bruh. Really? Yeah, you crazy. They did a bio on her, and they had like an episode when they interviewed her boyfriend yes. and shit, and they let, and it was like, this nigga said, I didn't even know who she was before we started dating. Like, I would see people come up to her and just congratulate her and such, and I, I didn't know who she was. I guess. And everybody was like, this nigga lying. This nigga lying. And that's exactly how I'm looking at you, bro. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. She's a national treasure. I mean, it's not like she's on every channel, though. So I'm not thinking about it. I mean, damn near. She's been in hella commercials since the last Olympics, bro. I, bro, I ain't TV seen a commercial yet. Yeah, I can't even say I know from that. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch TV. I don't follow really social media that crazy. Um, oh, we'll see you in the next EP. And like, I, I'm, I'm not connected. Uh, yeah, I check on her every four years. I'm just a fan of <laughs> athletics, so I check and see, okay, who are the top black athletes that we rooting for every four years? Between <laughs> this, I, I haven't seen her in four years, to be honest with you. I know after they do this, they go on, like, Good Morning America. They do that run. I see them on there for, like, a Speaking little bit. Speaking of, I wonder what ever happened to Gabby Douglas. That was the name I was thinking of when he was, like, he didn't know Simone Biles, and I was just thinking what? of all the other ones I knew. Another, Another um, one. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Basically, though, yeah. A short lived national treasure. Damn, that was like four years ago, Gabby's time, right? I think so. The, la the last Olympics. So. Yeah. And she um she got a, a deal or something with Smoothie King right now. Mm -hmm. Shout out shout to her. Out. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout outs to uh, USA for beating out Mexico in the CONCACAF Gold uh, Cup Woo! finals. What sport is that? Is that? Soccer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it was like a, like I heard it was a last minute header. Like last few minutes, like USA knocked it in. Damn. You, uh, my friends were, uh, they they had the game in in Las Vegas. Mm. My friends were over there for the bachelor party, and uh, when they was in the airport, 
I was reading some messages. It's like hella sad Mexicans at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, damn. Damn. Yeah. for them. My best friend, Mexican. He probably happy as hell that USA won, though. I wonder if uh, it makes it worse for Mexicans that they lost to us in a sport we really don't even care about. Yeah, yeah, we definitely care, care about, about it. Bro. Yeah, everyone care about it. You don't care about it. I was actually on the soccer team, bro. Yeah, I say the niggas on the field care, like, and like they played <laughs> against us. But here's the thing: the Mexican country cares about Mexican soccer. Does American country care about USA? Yeah. All right, cool. Cause we have we have more than we yeah, have cool. more than one team. Though. We yeah. Have, yeah, we got we got teams out there. We got international players on our team. If Mexico would have beat us, I don't think anybody would have cared. America loves the women's team, though. For sure. Oh yes, bro. You don't know that. Like we want to win, but this ain't like. No, nah, not as deeper than that. See, now you sound like Carlos talking about he don't know who someone bought. <laughs> they love the U.S. soccer <laughs> team, bro. The women, bro. Since like the, the Mia, women team. Yeah, since like that. Mia since Hamm Mia and all that. Man, bro. They women football, I mean, soccer. Soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I, I soccer. guess I'm the Carlos of soccer then, cause I ain't no niggas cared. Tap in, in bro. Tap in. At the fuck off. Soccer bro. is lit, bro. You don't Soccer that. is lit. Soccer don't is fucking that. lit, bro. But I, would, I would automatically Let's assume watch Mexico is, has a way bigger market for soccer than... They definitely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it from Carlos because Carlos is Mexican. But come on, guys. Ace, you just chatting. Bro. Ace pod today. That's bro. <laughs> she came oh, to <laughs> Oh, God. Soccer, nah, is, soccer lit, is lit, bro. bro. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta get in on that a little bit more. Give it a little bit more. Just credit. watch a game. Just watch a game. He, he You'll does. be just as into he it does. like how you was when we was watching baseball that one day. Just, just pick a side. Doesn't even matter. It don't even matter who. Yeah, we just pick a side. That's what I do most games. <laughs> I just go for whoever got the nicest jerseys, bro. Or I really <laughs> just be saying like who who got the best defensive moves or some shit. But I don't know none of them damn players. But the game itself is lit, bro. Y'all want to take a break? Yeah. We can. Thank you. Y'all trying to convince me. Bro, that shit is I expect that from Carlos. Bro, that Brazil-Argentina World Cup, that shit was fire. I was watching that shit in Miami.
you know, one way to improve your own self-image is to look at yourself more in the mirror. I didn't know that. You start liking yourself more. Really? Yeah. That's why, I, that's why I avoided Murdy too much for myself. But couldn't it also make you dislike yourself just as yeah. like, like are you just as likely to dislike yourself? You start zooming in on the flaws. But you at least. Oh, that's all you see every time you see yourself. But I think at, at, one, at, event, at a certain point, you start coming to an acceptance. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or you don't. <laughs> or it becomes deeply rooted <laughs> in a fundamental. And then you start doing something about it. Unless you're just gonna stay like that, if it really bothers you that much, or you much. just become depressed, because <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this can really go either way. Huh? But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, but this generation can't wait to be depressed, so it'll turn out bad more than good. They can't wait to be depressed. Yeah, <laughs> Gen Z or, or millennials. I who can't. made who made it cool to be depressed? What what are we? Who we made it, uh, we're who millennials. So what's the Gen Z? Right up on the Okay, it's the Z's then. I don't think Kid Cudi did that. Who did? Generation Z. Joe Budden. To be depressed. Joe Budden was the first depressed rapper that I ever listened to and really liked. Oh, yeah, all that mood music was Yeah, like mood hell. music, that was my shit though. So yeah, it was, like, it was good. And him like doing 10 minute raps on how sad and like how crazy his life was and how his baby mom was making his life hell and the record labels. I, I was fucking with that shit, bruh. We back. So Kanye is living <laughs> in the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Allegedly, some of our co-hosts believe that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that he is living there, but I can see him staying there overnight just to put, like he said, the finishing touches on his album. And I can say that from the album that I heard at the listening party, the shit is actually a really good album. And I'm really, it is. I will say that. And that's big of me to say that because I feel like he ain't put out no good shit in fucking forever. I would say this is the best album he's had in, what's this, 2021? The last, when did my God, I was gonna beautiful say, Twisted Fantasy come out? Damn, nigga. Damn. That's that's my opinion. That like That's the last That was like movie. 2010, bro. Oh, so yeah, 10 years, the best album in 10 years. I want to go on record to say that. <laughs> so wait, go through them. So right after that was like, what, Watch the Throne? Oh, well, okay. I take that back. I do like Watch the Throne. But that was a Jesus. joint. Jesus after that. I hate that one. <laughs> that Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. You didn't like T-Lock? Maybe, maybe one or two songs off of that, but other than that. Kids he goes. That's not really good. That's not either, is it? Oh. That's Kid Cudi. It was both. It was yeah. It was a joint. Uh, that was a secret. Yeah, it was his. And then... Um, the gospel one, right? God is coming. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. I still never listened to that. <laughs> but you saying it's the best joint since Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? I I would say that he's got good features on there. He got the best beats he's had, best beat selection. I would say definitely. It kind of mm-hmm. gives me honestly, considering that you said it was since Beautiful Dark Twi- Twisted Fantasy. She just pumped it up. Yeah, she pumping it up. Like, <laughs> I know, but honestly, it it, it it gave Give me us the inside my heart's a fluttering. It, it gave me 808s and heartbreaks. Like, Oof. the shit with Pop Smoke, like, the the way, now I ain't gonna lie, that was a drill beat, though, but that shit, the way that that shit pumped up the whole entire stadium and the bass line with that shit, I was like, oh, shit, this is a good album. Mm. I will give him that. 
Damn. It was it was good. So as far as him living there though, how are we defining living there? Because nobody is saying like he bought the bitch and that's his home now. Like we're just saying that he's one having night. an extended stay. I don't yeah. think it's one night. I was gonna say overnight stay ain't a fucking living. Purely from my curiosity, why? a week. Why does it matter if he's there or not? I mean, because he charging niggas ridiculous story. money. <laughs> It's a funny story that it's we can yay. argue over. <laughs> no, I'll say it because the listening party tickets and the fact that Mercedes Benz was cranking up their fucking prices on everything. That the, nigga sold. The, the, the food I heard was stupid, Oh, let me tell you something. I heard the prices for the tickets, they Between weren't that bad. me and my man, there was three drinks and that shit came up to $96. Y'all should have pre-gamed. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, but somebody else bought our, our drinks for us, so I, I wouldn't hurt at all. But what I'm saying is, is no, it's but, like, but, but I heard the tickets wasn't that bad. Like, no, well, our tickets was one fifty a piece, okay. but the oh, original really? price was like three forty five, three fifty. I heard them bitches was like twenty five bucks. Maybe after a while when they started reselling, shout out to my homie Maddie B who was reselling merch and tickets right outside. But mm. merchandise was now the uh, Donda t-shirts, like the sweatshirts and the crew necks, that shit was 150 a pop. And this is where I can say the differences between his well, new fans versus older fans. Nothing but the white kids and mm. the Asians was wearing that shit. Again, shout out to Maddie B who was selling are those them old fans outside. or new fans? Those are new fans. Okay, just want to make and sure. And they were, I would say, people next to us that was sitting directly next to us. They was about twenty three, between twenty one and like twenty three, twenty four. And the nigga turned around and was like, "Oh, what's your favorite Kanye album?" And I was like, "If I told you that, you niggas weren't even really born, so I can't really, you know." I would say college dropout. Do you know what what year that came out? Oh no, I think Jesus. You you would think that. So was it worth it going though? It to was the, to the listening party. You like really glad you went. I had a great time. But That's dope. I thought that he would at least perform or say one word, and the nigga, there was not one word uttered at all. He just well, danced. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a big Kanye advocate. I'm sure a lot of us are fans here, but. People complain when he ran. Now people complain when he throws it nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for the rant. Come on. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not, I went to a Kanye concert. And Did I, he rant? I, I, I think he, he started a little rant. I wanted I wanted more. If y'all, I wanted more. No, if y'all follow me on Instagram, please go back to one of my posts where I said, please, Kanye, rant tonight. Do it live <laughs> so I can record this shit. Say something about slavery. <laughs> Do something. I always said I'd be mad if I went to a Kanye concert and he didn't rant like what like, am I that, paying I this was, for? I right? was kind of that's part of it. <laughs> like so, like yeah, exactly. It's but like, I people, think why people complaining they didn't say it, that. it was a number of reasons. I'm sure why. For one, his wife and children were there, so I'm more than sure he wasn't about to go that route with them. And then two, it really was a true listening party, like on some A and R type shit. So I heard he's also having another one. Yeah, I think it's on. I think it's on Friday. It's yeah. the album release party. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he stayed there in between listening parties. Got it. Got but, it. Got it. But you can tell that was like the raw cut of the album. Like I'm pretty mm. sure he put finishing touches. But I guess that's the whole point of the listening party is to get the feel from the crowd and if niggas is really feeling the songs and. I and think Kanye's yeah. just learning. He like I don't know how many people notice this, but I love pointing this out. If anybody was a fan of T-Lop, when it was first released, it was released 
and that was the version that was available but he released a different version on title and that that after a while it was only available on title and then it was then after a while it became available everywhere but when it became available everywhere it was a full version it was a completed music the, the music just sounded fuller he had full chorus in the back or a full choir in the back i just felt like a completed song like every single song he did he just did extra work and i just feel like he's doing it <coughs> again this time but he's monetizing it. He's just be, he's just being smarter with it. He's being absolutely smart. That only, shit was a money grab. Only Kanye <laughs> can fucking um, do it in the studio. Have a listening party in, in the stadium. A, in the stadium, because them them young kids, Generation Z, Gen Z, <laughs> they was in the building real heavy and questioning me, a uh, uh, OG listener. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Kanye album? You know, to be honest, I'm so conflicted over that comment because, like, I really, I'm sorry, like, I really got into Kanye because I I got into music late, as (laughs) we've been telling, and I got into him on Yeezus. That's how I got into him. But then I explored everything about him, and I love, like, pretty much his whole discography besides what I haven't heard. Oh, I feel like it's a little different, though, with this new generation. His best album is definitely Graduation. I, I was about to say, I love Graduation. I love... Uh, Nothing but classic albums, but oh his man, best is definitely great. Graduation. Uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted, uh, Watch the Throne. I love that one. I don't know why. I really like that one a lot. Uh, Do you like it because of him and Jay-Z, or just because you like the musicality? The whole... Yeah, the musicality. Cause like, I, like, I, like the, I like the duality of both of them. Um, but at the same time... Um, yeah, but at the same time, it's just... Uh, he produces great music. And I, I, like, oh, I like. I love him as a producer. I, I tell Tz all the time. I love producer rappers. Uh, it's 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 weird. I find I tend to find myself liking those artists more, uh, just because I feel like they have a handle on on more of what well, the see, work that, is. That's what makes you different than the uh, the the Gen Z fans that mm. Kanye has. I don't know. I think they will hype beats. <laughs> they they're fucking annoying. But yeah. you know, shout out to them because they are the ones that put the dollars in his pocket because he made so much fucking money. Just and Mercedes Benz for the ninety six dollar three drinks and somebody's chicken tenders came up to like a hundred and seventy dollars <laughs> from what I heard. So yeah. shit is ridiculous. I was actually thinking though that listening party idea. I thought that was super creative. And I don't think only Kanye could like sell out a stadium for a listening party. I think a lot of artists really, really could do that because people don't really offer listening parties up to just like general admission fans. Like I they think, don't. especially before the album think, actually comes out, I think out, he's the so innovator exclusive. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah really usually exclusive. just for the squad. Yeah, like, like throw a, a fucking concert. Party. Yeah, throw a fucking concert before the album yeah. drop. A lot of people, not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people could get it popping. Yeah. But like who who you, who you think could do it? I right. think Meg That's the Stallion could do it. A I think stadium? a lot of artists can nah, do it, but like yeah. to actually do it like Kanye did it and pull it off. Like I think he was the perfect artist to start mm-hmm. some shit like that yeah. and to start that as a wave and to right. like hop on uh, hop on that. Like I think like I could imagine easily like Drake doing something similar, but not even renting out a yeah, stadium. Drake. Like just one of his cribs. Like yo, like just like. So, so some tickets nah, it, it doesn't work if it's in the house. It got to be the stadium. But you know, right, you don't know his. Well, the stadium you is the crib. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know like oh what kind of crib he got. Same <laughs> 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 in the house. Like, 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 I bet, I bet, yeah. Like, like I got party. 32 bathrooms <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. You got you in a private room and you you in your own golden throne listening. But to see, the, I think the, that gets away music. from it because who wouldn't go to that? Like you ain't even got to be a superstar to invite somebody to a fly ass crib and give them a intimate listening session to an unreleased album. I think that the flex is filling up a stadium for some shit that nobody ever heard and have niggas pay concert prices for. Right, but how many people are gonna fill up the stadiums? Well, I think I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, but superstars who yeah. like Drake, Drake, Drake Beyonce, Jay Z, oh, Rihanna, easy. Rihanna, The Weeknd, uh, Bruno Mars, Cardi, um, Cardi, yeah, yeah, Cardi. She all right. Maybe she's on the fence because yeah. she only put out one album, yeah. but you know. Yeah, I think the Migos could do it. Can I don't know if their albums is uh, strong enough. Yeah, no, I, I feel was like listening they, they to can. motherfucking Straightening. It sounds just like one of their older songs. Um, I'm sure I feel that way about a lot of their songs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan, but a lot of they shit should be sounding similar. It's a good album, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. When whenever it comes out, I will be streaming. And I will support Kanye on this one. Nice. Wait, huh? So honorable mentions. Oh, Shout out to us for hosting this house. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All right, so let's get to this. Ask the hold cast. On, hold on, I was oh. about to say, uh, motherfucking niggas is going ham talking about this eviction moratorium. 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 Yeah, moratorium. that shit. So that uh, shit ain't over yet. Yeah, they, it's they over. They just it. they just extending it though to buy it. But people are really mad because um they they was like, We telling the president to do something, he's not doing nothing. Then he's telling the C D C to do something. It's like everybody was just shifting the responsibility on who can actually make this official. But shout out to things turning around and I guess them extending it to I think September, October. Was that was I just talking to you about this, Grizo? What? Uh, like the landlord and shit and the moratorium and how I be feeling like I'm on the opposite side of it now because I'm a landlord? Nah. I don't oh, think okay. Not. I was just talking to somebody about that. Like, I hear you. I bro. know you mentioned that to me. Oh, was it you? I was talking to that about this. Something about it, yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. I hear you. <laughs> Fuck that moratorium, though, man. <laughs> your shit, bro. Like, they need to be giving a moratorium on mortgages, dog, but rent. Pay your fucking rent, dog. Yeah. I'm if not I ain't gotta lie. pay my mortgage, pay then rent. I cannot charge you for rent. But if my shit do, your shit do, dog. I just I sorry. Like, they should just no. be releasing the money, like release it to to tenants who I mean not tenants, release it to like for instance apartment complexes, and then they release it to their no. residents. Release that wouldn't what work. What you mean? Funds. That wouldn't work though. Not that way. I work in property management. <laughs> I can tell you that it does not work. And they gotta take way. the money and still charge rent. Let me tell you something. I got people <laughs> on my property. I ain't gonna put their business out there, but I have got people on my property that took the shit and ran with it. As far as oh, you don't have to pay your rental. You don't have late fees when the pandemic first started, and now they getting money as far as rental assistance. And I've seen people blow that shit on motherfucking BBLs, new cars. There's no way that they gonna saying, leave it up to the apartment complexes. I'm gonna tell you, some niggas don't deserve that shit. I'm not saying you deserve to get put. That's what I'm saying. Don't give it to the tenants. Give it to but but that'll the still apartment. be that'll still be us. Rent will be paid. That's all I'm saying. Rent will be paid, and niggas won't have to get kicked out of their house. 
Oh yeah, I'm that's sorry. all I'm saying. Again, uh, eviction moratorium. Some I think is not the solution. <laughs> <laughs> I think just give niggas a lot of money for unemployment and shit. If your job really affected, get you enough money that you can pay your rent. Simple yeah, because some people are abusing the system, and other people are falling short. Uh, do you know how the eviction moratorium works? Do you know like if your apartment is still gonna charge you those months, they just can't kick you out? Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. So you still gonna get kicked out as soon as it's lifted? Basically. Mm, in a sense, yeah. But there's the CDC got like a protection program. Like if you're under the CDC protection program, we can't kick you out regardless. I don't know what the end goal of it is, but yeah. This shit don't sound promising. You have to do fuck? some extra shit um, yeah, to it. to get like on that I guess list or whatever mm-hmm. the CDC um thing for them. Mm-hmm. So you have to do some shit. And oh, get they need to get on this shit. shit. Right. They want everything except a pint of fucking blood. Right. They want to know that you asked out like you've been trying to. They want to see that you're trying to pay the rent and that you are still unemployed. When's the last time you got paid any type of source of income? Let me take a look at your bank statements. Mm-hmm. We're going to run your social security number. They checking everything. But they a lot of people are blowing that fucking money, too. So, so I got to with TZ on this one. This shit's just not going to be good in the long run. What made you bring this one up, Ace? You just feel like the president letting us down? Oh, yeah. I had seen this meme um, that was... Uh, it's a girl who I really like. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was was all excited to have Biden and Kamala in office and stuff. And then they was like, oh, they got real hush now. Like, what are what are they really doing for anybody at this point, you know? Like I said, I don't follow politics, you know? So I don't know what the hell is going on behind the scenes or any other uh, things that they got going on, but shit. I know that Kamala Harris got, like, the very bad, um, what do they call it? She's rating very low, like people just don't like her or some shit. Hmm. And really, <laughs> you retarded, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody pay attention to that shit. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I just feel like it was a whole lot of hype for some shit that really, like I said, at the end of the day, these niggas don't care. They don't. They don't care. Ultimate, they just wanted to get elected. Ultimate. Non-political person that you would like to see in power, The Rock. The Rock. No, I'm just joking. Nah, I would though. Why? He got such a presidential stance on him though. Like The Rock always seems like a moralist person. Like he has a good gauge of morality, in my opinion. He ain't never in no scandals. Um, all his movies and shit be like somewhat positive or have a good ending. He always be trying to rescue somebody. The Rock may be a good option. What Why was the question again? This? Yo, the mm-hmm. who would be your choice for non-political president? Yeah. Me. A non-political person. Who would you think would make a, or you personally, who would you think would make a good president? I can choose myself, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. Why I only said The Rock before because I remember he said he was actually going to run. Yeah, and I, I thought that was incredible. I heard that too. But if I could choose anybody, fuck The Rock. <laughs> why? Because why wouldn't I make myself president? Because then everybody that I know going to eat. 
fuck the fuck the world, fuck the country. Ooh, but would you want that responsibility? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do y'all want to do? And you got paid. You get paid for the rest of your life afterwards. Right. Yeah, that's good. Right. All I gotta do is not get impeached. That part. You just shut the you, fuck up. You just gotta not do as bad as Trump. <laughs> they write my speeches for me, like they tell me what to say. They dress me, like all I gotta do is chill. You think you could win an election if you, give, no, if you were given not. the chance? No, absolutely not. I like, can't win like, anybody like, over. Like you were fully effort. endorsed. Someone's fully endorsing you, and like all you gotta do is just campaign. You don't think you can sell No, nah, on some real shit because I would have to like endorse shit that I really don't. I would have to like do things and say things. You that can I really just be don't. Your, your real self, whatever. Nah, ain't nobody gonna let me be my real self. If they <laughs> for giving, my, I'm giving you him. your perfect scenario. Yeah, sure. You think you could sell yourself no. to, the, to the American people? No, that's my whole problem though. Like I would be me, and if they would let me, that's just a losing campaign. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm gonna just be honest. Like, what you is? Um, Can you sell yourself? I, you said if what? Can, Can you, you sell, sell yourself? You given given the perfect conditions, someone's endorsing you. Bro, hell you, nah. It's you too can many. Do whatever you it's want. It's too many motherfuckers to please. Bro. And then and then wait now now you can you can be yourself, but they are also offering you. This is you you can also say everything we're telling you, and this will guarantee you the win. I just feel like it's too many motherfuckers to please. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health wise, negative. I do not want that job, bro. That's four years of your life. You could do it. Fuck that. I wouldn't do it. I'm scared for me. There's too many political or anti-political groups. Right, ICE and I definitely think motherfuckers will kill me. Mm -hmm. Not even for like the history. (laughs) Just because you're a woman. woman. Yeah. Openly gay. Oh yeah, like you know, like not even for the history book. Niggas would definitely kill me. I would love for one of my friends. I would love for one of my friends to be president. I would try and get on that cabinet. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. What would I want to be? I think I want to be like. I'd be terrible at selling myself. Actually, maybe not. I've been yeah. practicing my interview skills lately. I've been getting a little better. I've, but uh, I, I just gotta have. I, I think maybe, maybe, maybe. Green, bro. I can't be. I, I know you would. You would take that. What? You would take the campaign. And the oh. funny thing, Green wouldn't, but he would be a fire uh, political candidate. That's the funny <laughs> part. Right, yeah, I think I would. And like, nah, I'd divide the fuck out of this country. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why you would. Yeah, it might get real militant around this country. That's exactly really why you know. would. You're already playing the game. That's, right, that's, that's what I'm I play the game and get elected. I think I play it well, but I'm, I'm only going one term. There ain't going to be no re-election That's fine. That's all you need. Yeah. As long as y'all let me on y'all cabinets, I'll definitely vote for y'all. Uh, what do I want to be, be though? I think I want to be Secretary of State. I let you be my secretary. Secretary of Defense. Yeah, I said I want defense. I want you can be my secretary of. You want to know all the secrets? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want would. Secret um, I would see. <laughs> I would see yeah. you as um, motherfucking like the housing, offended. the yep. housing <laughs> shit, Tizzy. Yep. Why? Cause you think I'm gonna just be giving bitches houses? <laughs> it's in your power, you know what I mean. I would Fuck hate. It, I, would I got hate a house this place. position. I that position. But the I only one I could really see myself doing anything in is probably like the secretary, like of education or something like that. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only one I would probably do something in. But I, I wouldn't like it. Watch, you probably love it. Look at the people that they had before. Right now, I would love to reform it. I would love to reform it. Like, if I had, if I had to, yeah, fuck, I would love, I would reform the fuck out of it. But 
It's just like I, I'm not in the education system right now, and I, I don't really care for it. I would abuse because of how much because of how much I hate it. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. I'll just abuse it. Like y'all ever heard? My niggas y'all, y'all ever heard about like I think it's Switzerland. Like I think you end up with an income just because you go to college over there. What? Like that, that, that's how much they support you. We're definitely behind. That's how much they support you, bro. America fucking sucks. All we got is big ass <laughs> guns. That's it. Right. <laughs> that's it. Like it is buns over here. Like I, I hate the schools. You end up in debt just because you're trying to go for higher learning. They Excuse me. I'm trying to like benefit you. I'm trying teacher. to help you out infrastructure. Right. Help me help you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you just putting me in debt. Fuck that! Yeah, put me in the put me in the education. High debt, high stress. The fuck out of that. Low pay. I think we should just stop going to college, honestly. And I'm not even like joking. I really think that's the solution. Just get a fucking trade, bro. Go get a certification. I swear that's the answer. Just go get a fucking certification, bro. Be an electrician, be a plumber, be. I kind of agree with you only because. Trade. At this point, I feel, well, I guess since I'm a little older, I feel a sense of urgency. Like, niggas don't have time to wait to try to figure out what they want to do. Like, but that's also where the high schools and middle schools and shit got to change because you got to start directing these kids to these pathways. You know what I mean? You can't just expect them to just all of a sudden want to go to college and. Not even know anything about themselves. Not even know what they, they want to do or want or what they are capable of doing. But even then, man, like it's just like like that. That's great. Like I I would have loved that, and if I if I had someone pushing me towards a certain direction, because I'm just not somebody who really cares of where I end up. Mm-hmm. But it's just more so of like I care about how I end up, because uh, you know it's, I I actually got that from TZ. Shout out to him. You know, love you. But, um, <laughs> but, but overall, it's just like I, I, I struggled with the idea of what you want to do when you grow up. You know, I really just couldn't think about that. But Tizi put it into my head of like, what would you want to do getting up every morning? Like, how would you want your daily life to look like? Ah, that changed the perspective. But Tizi yeah. be dropping them gems, Lucky. That is such a good question to ask, too. Right, like I, 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 as, as opposed to like figuring out what you want to do. Figure out how you want your daily life to look. But college is necessary for some kids. For some, that's what I'm saying. I don't want a teacher teaching my child, and you ain't never been to fucking college. You just made it (laughs) to high school, (laughs) and you got a certification for teaching. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is that the beauty of the way that TZ opened that up for me is just like it made it okay to not not choose one specific thing and then it made it okay to be able to change my mind if that wasn't something that I wanted to do yeah, yeah so I definitely um I've definitely told a lot of people that whenever people say they don't know what they want to do I always say just think about how you want your life to be and then try to like build around that and don't try to do it in a day just think about it you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like that's how I got to my shit like I don't really want to do real estate that shit ain't exciting it's cool but it's really just I think I can make a lot of money and it affords me a lot of freedom which is how I want my life to be lucrative and be able to do what the fuck I want. Don't want to punch into a nine to five and shit like that. So, you know. He's a philanthropist. I ain't no philanthropist. I told y'all I'm only giving, I'm only helping niggas that I know and that I fuck with. Fuck the world, man. (laughs) I don't care if the world get better. I hope my niggas get better. Whole lot of gang shit. Whole lot of gang shit. Let me turn the camera around, bro. All right, so uh, we're going to do this Ask the Cast. 
Actually, fuck the ask the cast. I'm a, I got a question that I'm curious to ask y'all. Do y'all believe in soulmates? I think I know your answer, and I think I know your answer. I don't know yours, and I'm curious to know yours. And then here's, I'm going to just give my opinion before y'all even answer. I think, I think that believing in soulmates really makes you like, I think it makes life harder, bro. I really think that, and like people who believe in like soul ties and things like that, it's like, bruh, you just adding too much like expectation to this one thing. And I think it, it makes it hard to just enjoy people and accept the lessons that everybody brings to you. And I, so like, I like the idea of like this person being so compatible that we feel like we're, we got soul ties and all. But I think, I don't think that shit is good for you, man. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I don't, man. Right. I don't. I think it, it narrows your view to like what is a good opportunity for you. All and right. I think it lowers, like, you don't just accept people as they so are. So do you believe in soulmates but just don't believe that they're not, you just believe they're not good for you? No, nah, that shit that don't person, exist. In my opinion, I mean, I don't know nothing about nothing. Don't, right. You know, please, I know because there's a lot of people who believe in soulmates. Don't kill me out there. I, that's just me. I don't. So, I think it's people that you're greatly compatible with and some people that you're less compatible with. I didn't believe in soulmates at first, and then going through some experiences, I started to believe in soulmates. So I, I believe in soulmates now. I believe I met, like, one, a possible two. See, okay. It's the but I don't believe in pursuing soulmates. I don't believe in, like, holding <laughs> out, like, in your life or in your relationships to meet your soulmate. I don't believe in pursuing soulmates. But, like, do experience. I feel like, you know, they, they exist like a motherfucker. All right. I gotta agree with you. Seeking them out, no. Yeah. But coming across them, or they're crossing your path, like it's kismet. Absolutely, I, I believe in soulmates. Yeah, it's a crazy uh, experience. Like but said, I also feel like you. soulmates is just beyond my significant other. Like my your best friend can be your yeah, soulmate. soulmate. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I feel about my best friend and my man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's those are my soulmates because we connect on a different level. But soulmates as in like the people you mean okay so let me ask you this you talking about people that are searching for a particular type of person with these characteristics this is the person that is i'm meant to be with so that will be my soulmate my only question was do y'all believe in soulmates however you see the term soulmate is i think people kind of have a subjective view of it is not as narrow yeah. as it used to be i personally am saying i just don't believe in it at all I think, again, it's just people that you're really compatible with and people that you're less compatible with. I don't know about your soul being involved in it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know about that. It's like the soul movie. I don't know if we were predestined because our passions are the same or you just, the way that you naturally are just forces me to be my best. I, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I just I mean, know yeah, it's people that, that, that like, yeah. we're, we're compatible, bro. I think the idea of soulmates is not as hard as people make it out to be. It's not that complicated. And there are, I think there are soulmates. So, so soulmate believers, let me ask this question before everybody <laughs> go. Soulmate believers, is a person, is your soulmate going to be your soulmate throughout your entire life? So, like, if y'all grow in beautiful ways for 20 years and then y'all grow differently, is are y'all no longer soulmates? Are y'all still soulmates? Or so, is it like, is it lifelong? Or is I it feel only like I'm kind of in that situation. It's one person who 
I always told her I love her from my core through my pores. Like, that's how deep my love is for you, it, that it literally seeps out of my pores. Now, you so gross. Shut up. <laughs> you love love so much. And nothing, me, nothing. But anyways, you know, of course, we're not together. We haven't been together for like almost four or five years or whatever like that. And I'm sitting up here like I I do still feel like that that was my person. We've grown. We had to go different directions. I don't know if we're going to come back. But I do feel like if it's not in this lifetime, maybe the next time, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to find her again. I don't know what it is about her, you know, because she had her flaws. It wasn't like she was perfect or anything like that. But that's who I feel soul tied to more than anybody than I've ever felt. Heard you. So, and... A lot of recent events and me being in my dark ages. Um, I think I'm more clearly able to see um, the idea of a soulmate for what it is um, as opposed to, I guess, I, I do believe in the fact that they exist, but I also believe in them I'm still well. I'm starting to believe in them in the same way that I believe in people believe in religion. It's a way for them to cope. Mm. A way to, a, a way for us to have hope in love. Uh, I like that comparison to religion. You know, like we can't explain certain things, so mm. you know we just toss that explanation towards something that. Uh, leads you towards you have to have absolute faith in order to go through with this because if you don't have faith in it then you're just bullshitting yourself and you have no other explanation for it for that crazy act of being that you can't explain right can I give y'all my cynical yeah uh, excuse me my cynical point of view is I like the comparison to religion because like religion, I think people believe in soulmates because it makes their life feel more meaningful. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So as like a person who something. believes in it, though, and didn't believe in it, and became, so the way that I would explain soulmate, so to answer your question, does a person permanently stay your soulmate? No, because it's not about the physical person. It's about their soul, literally their energy and that effect that it has on you where you are at in your life at that time. So a lot of times it's not just a matter of coexisting. It's a matter of amplification. And it's a matter of just sincere, genuine understanding, sometimes without words. Now, that part you can't explain, so you can equate that to religion. But literally the actual experience that you have with it, where I'm at at that time, that person is my soulmate. But if they evolve and become somebody else, yes, their soul has changed and is no longer compatible with who I am or where I am at. So technically, yes, it's no longer that person, but the soul that is still my soulmate, that energy, that frequency, whatever you want to put on it, is still not in that person, but it still is something that is out there. You of feel course. what I'm saying? Green gonna give you. So the, it's not a. It's not like irrational. I believe in it. I'm talking about the experience. But the, what's the point of even calling it a soulmate when you explain it that way? Like because our that's souls the were connected for this time, and then they. That's changed the misunderstanding, though. So that's where you got to expand. You. That's the challenge, right? You. Making this permanent, finite thing in this person, 
But we all evolve and change. Trauma changes people. Success changes people. Money changes people. Where you're born, culture changes people. So we can't ignore the fact that people evolve and they change. So that's part of what we're talking about. You can simplify it, but when you simplify things, you tend to miss what's really there. Like, you can't take complexity out of everything. I understand. I just do not see it that way. Yeah, right. I think you're adding, you're adding layers to it in like an artistic form. Like if I want to see this, I can see that. But on the base level, I think it's really just, I think it's more science than art. Like, and that's, that's it's compatibility, bro. It's all about compatibility. Our souls aren't tied. Our souls aren't. I don't meant believe to in soul ties. Other. In this life, at this moment, for ten years, we're supposed to amplify each other. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in in the way that you're saying it, which sounds like destiny and purpose. I don't think that's the destiny or purpose, but I do think there's certain symmetry to things and complementary elements to things. Yes, I do. That's, that doesn't sound like a soulmate to me. I mean, really, to tease at your point, like I really see how, like, for for the most part, when somebody describes a soulmate. They're describing someone who is very close to, if not 100% compatible with them, uh, whether it's in a relationship or not. Which seems like an unrealistic expectation to put on anyone. But to, but to actually find that compatibility makes it feel like you have found someone that impossible to find. Uh, I guess that's why it feels like that. And to find some some sort of impossibility like that, it just makes you want to describe it as such. Because one hundred percent is extreme. Even though I say I've experienced it, I still wouldn't say one hundred percent. But like just right, the, it's never 100%. yeah, just a high level of just consistency and just alignment with the shit. It'd be like now this is a totally different experience than everybody else. I hear y'all. I and hear y'all. I I, I want to add to this this question. It's just like. Now, a soulmate, is that like somebody who you just happen to be completely compatible with or someone you just are happy to accept more of their bullshit than <laughs> others? You know, it's like, like it, or maybe, you're, I think it's maybe, a little you bit are, of both. maybe you are compatible, but you are accepting of the bullshit that they are presenting to you. Because they present this bullshit to everyone, but to you aside. Or maybe your soulmate is the person that challenges you the most. And so they're not the person that you feel right. most comfortable and with. that's to Green's point. Maybe that's what you need at the moment. Um, right, because everybody's soul is different. That's what it is for you. That's what it is for you. For me, it's, it was, it's like, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all just genuinely understand each other. Like, you, know, you said bullshit. I see people's bullshit as bullshit more so when I don't really understand it. So it's bullshit to me. Because what you're doing doesn't make sense. It's not logical to me. It's not valid. So it's bullshit. But somebody will give me bullshit, but if I can make sense of it and see it and understand where it's coming it's from, no it's no longer bullshit. <laughs> but to somebody who don't get it, they're looking like, no, nah, y'all y'all on some bullshit now. Mm -hmm. <sighs> We're not changing your mind. No, you're not. That's not the point. You're not. You're not. What I just was going to say is, you know what I mean? I'm coming from a part. I used to kind of believe in it, but then again, I, I like had a, a girl that I dated. We had soulmates day. Like we, we had the same birthday. And so we flipped it. And that date was soulmates day. It was super loud. So I, <laughs> like I, I used to be on the wagon. 
And it's nothing but love for old girl. Like, no bitterness, no nothing. I wasn't scared or anything. It's just, like, I started realizing. I think the expectation thing was the biggest thing for me. Label somebody your soulmate, and it's like, what do I expect from you now? Are we going to be perfectly compatible? Are we, like, meant to be forever? It's like, what what does that really mean? And I think when people start thinking of people as soulmates, I think it just it ruins it. It ruins yeah, the relationship. Think, just, bro. Yeah, but I think somebody, <laughs> just like, I think somebody from, I think, I think somebody from the soulmate bandwagon would just say you didn't find the one at the moment. <laughs> and finding your real soulmate <laughs> makes life so much sweeter. If you met her, you would know. Okay. I I, I would like to know. It's just like how many married people actually feel like they found their soulmate. I bet less than one percent. <laughs> bet that shit. <laughs> Not less than one percent. that with the straightest face. I, I agree, and I wonder how many. Um, what's the percentage of married people who are happily married? I bet it's more than one percent. For sure. Because then they get practical. I like hope y'all get my point. I hope y'all get my point. You ain't got to get with your soulmate to be fucking happy in life, dog. You ain't got to put oh, that We agree with your point. Fucking... We agree with that point. Okay. Your, okay. your question you know, was if they exist. You know we're on the same page Fuck about that. That, ma- that. that marriage is hard to be on the same page as marriage, bro. I could be on the same page as, as a soulmate. But so soulmate is just a title to you that people overuse and exaggerate and place. To me, yes. But I know to other people it's like more than a title. It's a feeling. It's a connection. It's like it's, it's, it's kismet, as you say. Experience, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But to me, it's right. just... She's even it's kind of, feel it's like a, a fucking fairy. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just a little cynical is all. That's all. But I just believe it's it's more about compatibility. And that soulmate title and expectation and everything that comes with labeling someone a soulmate, looking for a soulmate, hoping to find your soulmate. I think that's how people become fucking resentful and angry and bitter when they get to the late 30s and 40s. Yeah. And or especially a special one. Like, or especially if it doesn't work out the way that you wanted it to work out. But right. that, that, because that, the, the, the part, point when it fucks up is when any sort of, whether it's a soulmate or uh, or if it's not, whether it's any expectation yeah. set on anyone up. else, that's the moment you're setting yourself for a failure because yeah. you're expecting something of someone else. Yes, expectations should be had depending on whatever relationship you guys have or depending on whatever you guys have already pre-spoken on. But if it's an expectation based off of a title that you are pre-imposing upon right. someone else, that's not fair. That's why I honestly keep smiling every time you like you say the word expectation because it's all in the expectations. Like Even soulmates, I don't have any expectation. It was a natural thing, and if anything, I just see it as more like a a safe space did not ever, one that's filled with expectations though did you ever tell her that she was your soulmate yeah we had that conversation and okay. she married and everything but she still like i'm married and i'm like i'm i'm happy with my husband but like nah nigga like you my soulmate like just what, what? we have and how we talk yeah <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> because that's the re- but that's the reality that. of what he just said which is real <laughs> shit. how many people are married to their soulmate no but how many people are happily married <laughs> higher than people who meet their soulmate most people don't marry their soulmate. Ali, relax. That's just the reality. That's what that's what really comes with the reality of what he said. I got a girlfriend now. I, Real shit. I don't I don't feel like she's my soulmate. When I was counting the number of soulmates, I'm not counting her. 
But I'm happy with God it. Damn, okay. I don't live in PC world. I live in reality. When we say these things, this is what reality looks like. What are we talking for? I hear you, so, bro. Are you settling for Never mind. I'm. We not even. No, no. You can use that word. Accent, because that's not the word you want to use. That's not the word I use. That's the word you want to use. Hey, so my trip. Maybe the accent. No, you gonna think how you think? I think. Go ahead. So, are you settling with the person that you're with now because she's not your soulmate, but a whole married woman agrees that yes, we're soulmates. We're not married. I'm. I'm a married woman, but we're. I'm your soulmate. You're mine. No, because like I said earlier, I don't believe in pursuing soulmates. Yes, it was an experience, something that happened, but it doesn't, to me, make her not a good partner. Like my girlfriend's a great partner. Like so, I don't. That but doesn't. She's not your soulmate. She's not your soul tie. You don't feel that way about her as deeply as you did with the soulmate at one point. No. And. That, Hey man, this is where Green I think is genius because he'll agree to that and now you gotta think now what? And I think Green is the type of nigga yeah, that'd be like, I'm, I'm well, a, it is what it is. I'm gonna find a great partner and I'm gonna accept that my soulmate is not gonna be my partner. Am I on, am I on yeah, track? Yeah, that's basically, that's the simplest way to say it. That's why yeah. I'll be waiting for them to say what else because that, that's really the reality, but <laughs> what what, what's next? next? Yeah, uh, right. What, no, what do you want? Like really flabbergasted about that. But that really that's is. not yeah. that's not too I don't know, maybe it's like you're vocalizing it to the person who is your soul. Right, no, she's one, no, no one just says that out loud. That is that is crazy to say. But I don't ever want my fucking husband to <laughs> tell the next bitch. You would never find out. Right, like, oh, yeah, no one's gonna say I'm married that. to Lex, like, but you my soulmate. You're not, you no, tell you something. Your husband's yeah. never gonna tell you that. Your wife's never gonna tell you that. No, of course, you're gonna tell me that, but that I'm saying the next smoke. bitch. They don't want the smoke. They don't, they really don't want that. That would be crazy to do. Like, that's <laughs> but, like, but to your soulmate who's not in that husband or wife relationship, you obviously gonna tell them because you feel like you're their soulmate. Now, who the fuck are <laughs> There is nothing, there's no soul tie at that point. Right, there no. That's what I don't say the word soul ties. Y'all keep telling these soul ties like niggas is locked in and they gotta just be like that. Like, I feel like it's synonymous. So that's, that's soul your ties. I just said for me, uh, I don't, okay, I don't okay. ever use the word soul ties. That's not in my vocabulary. All right. Hey, you're so, oddly quiet over I, there. I, I, I got some shit brewing. The heart, I got some the shit brewing the hopeless, over there. Hopeless romantic is oddly quiet because over I'm, talk. I'm like, bro. Now, one, I did as a child come up. On along the definition, the Christian definition of a soul ties is simply when you have a sexual exchange with somebody. So it demonized soul ties for me. Mm-hmm. It it made it seem like you're karmically tied to anybody who you have sex with. That I think is not factual. I can you know go do what I do with whoever and not be phased by them the next day. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I really have to go with Green's definition of it as far as it being an experience because on the one major soulmate, soul tie that I feel like I've had, it was about an experience. Now, I wasn't happy throughout that. I would say it's more so towards the end, but... Throughout the time that we did spend together, we had a lot of ups and downs and ins and outs and things that make me question the relationship. I'm sure she had things that make 
her question the whole entire relationship in general. But to the same extent, we ain't together now, but I still feel like that is the person. Now, granted, I ain't trying to have no relationship with her. You know what I'm saying? She's in a relationship, and she says she's happy, you know? But I'm, I also feel like that was my person. I ain't gonna lie, y'all making me believe in soulmates a little bit because y'all are so happy that y'all feel like y'all soulmate found like happiness. Y'all don't seem to have any bitterness or yeah, sadness right. even about well, it. Like, you, like right. that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a real like I yes, I course. genuinely love this soul and I want them to be happy. And it's yeah. like yeah, that's beautiful. That's, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> it's like on, on some sappy ass shit. It's like you really feel like like they're, they're not your soulmate because you just like clicked with this person now you felt like you clicked with it clicked with them on a different life like on a whole different like, level yeah. bro that, 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 that's that's it's that's how most people feel when they feel like they found that one person yeah shout out to all my soulmates y'all know who y'all are <laughs> <laughs> and the ones i ain't met yet <laughs> the ones i ain't met yet y'all need to find no. me what if your soulmate is white ace Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. They said, they said that don't exist. Pause. They wouldn't be my soulmate if they, if they were white. <laughs> you just made me lose my whole train of thought to me. Damn. Bethany. <laughs> no. no lie. No lie, right? I was Bethany at this club. Uh, during, during the security. <laughs> Stop. I was doing the security <laughs> shit, bro. And these chicks started just randomly coming up on me, dancing on me. Now, like, Latinos, to me, like, of course they, they just like to dance. look white or whatever oh. like that. But, you know, some of them, some of them are attractive. So I find them attractive. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I would feel if, like, I don't know if any of them was just pure white. That's what I'm saying to say that. But... I looked at them like, well, I didn't look at them like, like no certain way, but I just never seen myself in a relationship with anybody that don't have a little brown in them at least. You know what I'm saying? Italians do. Some type of melody. Some people believe Italians do. Now, that's not to say wiggas ain't niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because they niggas. I ain't never heard nobody say that. <laughs> that ain't to say that wiggas ain't niggas. Wiggas is niggas? Yeah. Wiggas is niggas. Elaborate, bro. please. How do you earn the egg? Huh? How do you earn the egg? The egg? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it, it just gotta be a cultural thing. Like, you gotta have been around black people. Would you call me a nigga? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You just a nigga, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you had to be around the culture of black people. You Ace, know what I mean? Your queen is gonna be an Italian. <laughs> I'm telling you, who grew up in the city? Maybe. Oh, I can see an Italian. You gonna? I, you that gonna, might be a good one. You gonna end up with a lady from Aspen <laughs> or Switzerland? <laughs> Too damn cold out there. I ain't gonna go see none of her family. That's exactly that why she has she gonna get find you. She <laughs> gonna get her a white British bitch with a heavy Psych. accent. Psych. <laughs> All right, so everybody believe in soulmates. Great. She's like, Mama, uh, I love Ireland. 
<laughs> you I, got the, I, got, I got my ace in the hole now. <laughs> you sit there. It's time to go. I hated your accent too. That was so fucking bad. Alright, man. Anybody got positive so we can get the fuck up out of here? Teasy, teasy, teasy believes in soulmates a little bit more now. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, Rihanna is a billionaire. That's my positive of the week. Shout out to wait, hold on, wait. Hold yeah, on, give, on. give it a second, give it a second, T uh, Green. Right, I was about to say <laughs> Green. You gonna shut my shit down? Is she a billionaire? No, I think it's official this time. Shout out. I think I said something like that before and he was like, bro, I don't know where y'all be getting these facts, bro, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that she's like when nah, Fenty was yeah, a billion yeah, dollar company, yeah, she was like Fenty the first official, something Fenty or another. Did, did it for her, yeah. you know? Shout out Rihanna just getting that money. Back up, Riri now. Yeah, shout out to Riri. And she ain't had to release no music in a long time. She don't ever have to. But I hope she does. I swear to God, I hope she She ain't dropping an album, but her cosmetics went platinum. Hey. All right, anybody else got positives? All right, y'all niggas is some bleak-ass motherfuckers because y'all ain't never got positives, and I don't like it. You ain't gotta call us out every show, TV. Well, y'all ain't just, gotta just take the goddamn positive that 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 happens and then just run with it and leave it at that. Okay? Yeah, how you know you didn't take our positive with the Riri shit? That was mine. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had another positive actually. All right, y'all, stay black, stay strong. <laughs> actually, Ace did have a positive. Damn, All right, I'm about to see you being free. Oh yeah. Shout out to you yeah, for that. Oh, I guess um, to piggyback on that, Morehouse turned around and did the same thing. Hey, whole lot of gang shit. Whole lot of gang shit. And the AU motherfucking C, but just know, is no AUC without CAU. That's right. Okay. okay. <laughs> This nigga will find every okay. fucking way <laughs> her shit, boy. Find a way up, make one. All right, man. Uh, stay black. Stay strong. Remember, they can't bring you down unless they below you. Yep. Uh, loyalty before royalty. Yep. The real respond. Pimps up, hoes down. Yeah. where you want to be. No. It's, yeah, yeah. You know where the fuck you want to be. <laughs> where the fuck you want to be. Doodles. Deuces. Peace. Just let me pull my laptop first. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that shit. As much as I like you hate know, that you just did that, damn. that brought me back. We was having that conversation earlier in the car. Was like, what's your earliest like music memory that you have? One that always pops up to me yeah. is learning the lyrics to yeah. <laughs> I remember I was learning and my step pops was like get, getting on me for trying like because I'm mumbling the words. I obviously don't know the lyrics. I'm learning pops, <laughs> but he getting on me like, dude, why you sound trash? And I'm like, right, I guess I'm not learning. <laughs> yeah, that song was definitely one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you love yourself like Kanye love Kanye? No. 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 I wish I did though. I think as much as I healthily can. Because I think he's uh, like a full-blown narcissist. And I don't think it's healthy to love yourself as much as you love. As much as Kanye loves himself. But I do think I love myself as much as a healthy person should. On the borderline, not too much, but, but I think I'm, I'm, think I'm still What makes it too much, though? Uh, yeah. It makes him delusional sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, little, a little delusional. But okay, can we. The misunderstanding of reality? I just want to ask, like, do, can, can we as a group collectively agree that loving yourself is more important than loving anybody else in your own personal life? So it's like you yourself should be loved the most. So if Kanye is loving himself the most, like what what where's the ceiling at? Kanye still is in the most We're not in the same building, dog. I'm curious what your point is with that. I'm just genuinely curious it's like like what's was I, I guess my point I, there was no point originally but the point now is just like, like I, I guess I don't see what's wrong with him loving himself as much as he loves himself loving yourself like Kanye loves himself as something definitely to strive for and that, I don't think that's that's a wrong that's a wrong thought no but it's like what TZ said after a while you start losing touch with reality and like I said you begin to become a little delusional your mind because narcissists also has a lot of horrible characteristics but it doesn't have to go like victimizing themselves and no but essentially that's where it leads to though you're all about yourself and then you create these scenarios in your mind that is actually not in touch with what the fuck is really happening and you can't be out you can't be outside your own bubble i think it also really destroys your personal relationships mm-hmm. but that's what because i, I think at. he probably is a genius he probably is one of the most accomplished people of our lifetime but I still think, no matter how much you accomplish because of that great belief in yourself and how often you prove yourself right, your personal relationships have to suffer because behind that. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's extremely, extremely difficult, if not impossible, to I get you. have healthy relationships but with I that feel like belief in yourself. Being able to practice that amount of love towards yourself, like Kanye loves Kanye, if you're able to practice that kind of love, and you don't let it get to a point of narcissism and a point where it does destroy your relationships. You just use that as a as a way to practice love, self-love. You can also practice that as an outward expression of love towards others, um, as opposed to just loving yourself. But would that be... Kanye West loving himself? Uh, yeah, at that point, at that point, at that point, it ain't Kanye, yeah. At that point, it ain't Kanye, yeah.